0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, September 25th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, <laughs> alongside OK Beasts. Yeah, Here, not hosting, not, right, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Not hosting all straight up by yourself. We'll get to that in a yeah, second. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right? It's blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. Yay! Yes! No, me.
1: Tell me about The Last of Us 2. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: there are embargoes for a reason on Last of Us 2, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Of course, I was not here yesterday because I refuse to work with... WWE superstar, Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, host of the best YouTube channel, up, up, down, down, a.k.a. the Crooked Commish. All right, I heard you all talking your trash on the show. Crooked? Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, yeah, I heard that was all glossed over. They were all over here. You're retconning what happened with the championship universe here. Kind of funny.
1: Mm, I don't know if you've seen the comments. A lot of people are saying it's the best episode. That's the number one thing I wanted to talk about, of course, is that.
0: Uh, You get to host with Pear tomorrow from IGN. Yes, I do. You get to host with Alex Van Aken on Friday. Yes, I do. I'm going to need you to be 10% less good (laughs) because I'm sick of all the tweets. I'm sick of all the comments. I showed you when I sat down a text from Mr. Nintendo himself saying you guys are awesome and you in particular are awesome. We get it. You're an up and comer for a reason. Everybody nominated you to come be on the show and host for a week for a reason. Mm. You don't need to turn them all against me when I'm gone.
1: Hear me out. Quit. Hire me and Xavier. Well, if I
0: quit. I, that doesn't help okay, me I guess, at
1: all. Uh, sorry. Hire me and Xavier uh-huh. and then quit. Okay. I'll think
0: about it. Give the people what they want. I'll think about it. All Thank right? I don't know the people want uh... Xavier, no, I, 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 ne- You'll never get rid of me, Kev. I'll be, this place will burn down with me inside. Don't you worry about it. Oh, great <laughs> job. Th- no, you did a great, great job Thank today. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm jealous of that, and I'm jealous of this pl- uh, pack street you have. Yeah. That I tried to get from the PlayStation store, but they were already sold out by the time I went there. So, as mm-hmm. usual, Blessing continues to be better than me in every single possible way. It's true! (laughs) Uh, We'd usually BS around more, but guess what? This Roper Report is too stacked today. We're talking about state of play and inside Xbox recaps, PlayStation selling stuff straight to you, and more because this is Kinda Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that B-sharp part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can go there, give us your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the video game sun. Then watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around... The globe. Housekeeping for you. There's a new party mode up on Patreon.com slash It's Jackbox Party Pack. Faking it with uh, all of us, obviously, and Chloe, the other up-and-comer. Yeah. Echo Chloe or so. Finally having some of that start to roll out. You can go check it out on Patreon.com slash or get it for free tomorrow, YouTube.com slash Like, subscribe, share. Thank you to our Patreon producers, patreon.com slash re Blackjack, and Mohammed. Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by Upstart, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some <laughs> news. <laughs> Six items on the Roper Report. Uh
2: Baker's
0: doesn't. Because you're going to be here a while, ladies and gentlemen. I'm all I'm right? excited! Blessing, let's start at the top. All PlayStation right, State of Play. That is what happened yesterday. That's the yes. top story I figured we'd lead with. Yeah. All sorts of juicy stuff in here. So let's. I'm, I started, I'm going to give you the rundown of it, but we're hmm. immediately going to get lost in the weeds. You ready? Okay. So it's, of course, started, they, should, they announced humanity. Uh, it's coming in 2020. It's the little people game running around. You yep. thought that was just a thing, advertising State of Play? You were dead wrong. It's a game. Enhance and the LTD working on it. Of yeah. course, as you were quick to point out yesterday. I was very proud of you. Thank I, was, you. I was in. I was in my Uber driving the Last of Us thing, listening to you, and it, you sure enough were the one of like Enhance. Wait, they did Res. Yes. they did Res. And I,
1: so I'm upset with myself because they also did Tetris Effect. Yep. And I, that totally slipped my mind. Yeah. And that's actually totally recontextualized how I feel feel about humanity because I love Tetris Effect. Yeah. And so knowing that, yes, yeah, great game. Um, and I was like, I was kind of uh, during the react uh, React video we did, right? I was kind of like either or on it because I was like, okay, this game looks cool, but I don't know what it's gonna be. Is it gonna be VR like um, uh, Res Infinite, right? Um, And I think they said that it's gonna have VR elements. Um, But yeah, not knowing that also it's the same people that did Tetris Effect, um, I think that gives more context to like what type of game I can expect humanity to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're talented folks over there and they do really, oh, yeah. really cool shit. Um, uh, then it was a call of duty trailer for modern warfare, right? It's a story trailer. You were hype. I was uh, watching uh, uh, it in, down in LA. I was hype about it. Story looks cool, right? Yeah. It looks awesome. Then, however, they then rolled into special ops survival mode, uh, coming to PlayStation four. Right. And then they talked about it. You can play it first there. And everybody, I think I watched, like, okay, cool, whatever. So, I'm a mode to play first there. However, the fine print on the screen that many people missed was it's exclusive until October 1st, 2020. Oh, wow. You're not playing it first there. You're probably only playing it there. Mm-hmm. I'm kicking it over to Luke at Kotaku. What? What do you got, Barry? You coming in with your card? Luke Plunkett at Kotaku had a more information I'm putting in here. Spec Ops, first introduced in the original Modern Warfare 2, is a series of short, scripted missions that can either be played solo or co-op. They've been missing from the last few Call of Duties, uh, so their return here has been seen as a welcome move by longtime fans of the series. While the core Spec Ops experience will appear on all platforms, survival mode, basically a horde mode for Call of Duty available as an option within Spec Ops, won't be turning up outside the PlayStation 4 until October 2020, which conveniently is right around the time the next Call of Duty game will be due. Hmm. As you can expect blessing the internet did not take kindly to this information exploding crazy the articles are going up everywhere everybody's mad at doing think pieces mm. we're gonna kick it over to infinity wards uh, narrative director taylor kurosaki a friend of the show uh, who's writing the narrative uh, version of call of duty right mm. uh the story mode that we're excited about on twitter he was answering fan questions i pulled two pertinent responses that i think i actually got from luke's article uh number one from taylor was this We've tried our best to have an open dialogue with our players from day one. We understand letting that trust down. These are complicated decisions that are above our pay grade. Please know we want what's best for our players. Then another one we see a guy who's like, this ruins everything. Let's be honest. Quote, ruining is an exaggeration. Survival is 1% of the game. The other 99% is simultaneously day and date across all platforms. I'd rather have everyone playing 99% of the content at the same time than 100% of the content some time later. Hmm. Then, Colton Nestler writes in, and I want to get him in here so we can just have one big old pot conversation. Big old pot, whole bunch of stories and things. You bring it out, you drink the pot, and you go, I'm high on pot. I'm sure you already covered the Modern Warfare Spec Ops mode controversy today and its value across the different platforms. There's a lot of blame going towards Activision right now about how they're devaluing the Xbox and PC versions of the game while PlayStation 4 gets more value per dollar with the exclusive mode. But why is no one blaming Sony? They didn't need to take this deal. They could still be the best place to play with exclusive maps or guns, e.g. Destiny, and not choosing to be anti-consumer with this exclusivity deal. Call of Duty is an annual franchise, so by the time this mode frees up, that hot new Call of Duty will be dropping. This is unlike Destiny, where the content stays within the same game, so the exclusives are still desirable after the window ends. I personally enjoyed the beta on PC and plan on voting with my wallet at launch instead. Uh, to instead wait and play that sweet baby sim starring Daryl from The Walking Dead uh, in his dark eyes um, blessing lots to unpack your start from yeah. the top where do you come down on this one
1: uh, I mean part of me wants to say that like you know that's the nature of the games industry is that you get exclusives, right? Sure. And I know, like, things have been boiling up recently, especially with the Epic Game the Store. Epic Game Store has brought it to a whole new group yeah, of Yeah, that whole competition. PC players the thought they were safe. Yeah. no, no joke's yeah. on you. Nobody's safe, right? Yeah. And I think this is just another case of, like, business is business, right? And PlayStation, I guess, saw value in having that exclusive mode and decided to, like, I imagine throw money at Activision to make this happen.
0: Um, well, here, I want to take it a step back, either, before mm-hmm. we even get into the weeds of that, right? Yes. You, as you know, Gary Wood likes to come on here usually on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and he likes to be, I'm the everyman. I drive my Tesla to Wendy's just like you. Wait, wait a second, Gary. You are out there hustling with OK Beast, mm-hmm. doing this thing, right? You, you're paying your own way to shows. You're doing all this stuff. I assume yes. you buy most of your games, right? Yeah, I buy all of my games. There you go. Well, most of my games, yeah do you as a consumer then as someone who i think is in our space obviously doing what we do but way more in tune with what sixty dollars and hey, exclusivity mm-hmm. and all this stuff means does this offend you and granted i know you're not the call of duty guy yeah but i'm, you,
1: I'm also a playstation person yeah. <laughs> and so like if anything i'm like okay cool another um, another mode. i can, can imagine <laughs> yeah we went i imagine <laughs> though that like you know being an xbox fan right or being an xbox owner or a, even a pc person right i imagine seeing this and being like dude what in the world right like um, I can imagine people who may have already uh, pre-ordered the game, maybe on a different platform, yeah. seeing this come out now being like, I mean, I wish I knew this months ago when the game was originally announced, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm split on it because like, you know, the, I guess you could argue that, that then, actually, I don't know if you can argue that that then lessens the value on other platforms just because PlayStation is getting this exclusive thing. Because if this mode wasn't there, you would still pay the same $60 for the game, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm in, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a few different places with it. I
0: feel like it's the normal place we're all in, right? Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like even though a majority of our games come from codes or whatever for reviews and stuff, it shakes out in the same thing of, well, this is what the business is these days. Mm-hmm. And do I like this? No, obviously, you want everybody to have access to the content, and have access to the same games. I find it interesting, you know, Taylor talking in his tweets, right? That uh, these complicated decisions are w- are above our pay grade. That he said that in another tweet too, like mm-hmm. repeating that over and over again. That again, interesting, where people are like, "Why are we blaming?" A- it's Activision versus Sony. It is them versus the developers. So it's weird to see Taylor, the guy who writes the story, getting blowback on Twitter, mm-hmm. even though he's the face of the game so far. It's, and I, I guess it's because I never had many... Impre- I don't know what the fuck Spec Ops is before this, right? I didn't expect... I- I'm excited for the 2v2 uh, mode where we run through and kill people in the warehouse. Yeah. Hearing this, having it not be there, I understand the being upset about it, but I also, as an outsider, think it could be so much worse, right? Like, yeah. it's not all of Spec Ops isn't there. It is literally just the survival mode isn't there. The stuff you were... And that's where I'm... I- obviously, right now, Confund.com slash you're wrong, please. Is... Spec Ops, survival, something we taught, you know, uh, Luke's article says it's been, you know, first introduced in the original Modern Warfare 2, a series of short scripted missions that can either be played solo or co-op. They've been missing for the last Call of Duty games. Their return here has been seen as a welcome. All of that still is true. Mm -hmm. The core Spec Ops experience will appear in all plans. Survival mode, basically a horde mode for Call of Duty, available as an option within Spec Ops, won't be turning up. Is this survival mode, this horde mode, new, or is this something you were already expecting? Because mm-hmm. you bring up a good thing with the pre-orders. That's a great point. That if I had great memories of Modern Warfare Two Spec Ops, and one of my my favorite thing was survival mode, the horde mode. Yeah. Then there is a case I think there. If it is that I was excited because of uh, Spec Ops being there, I wanted to do these two player missions. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Then I find out that they're adding a new mode to it, but it's exclusive to PlayStation. I don't. It's not that you can't be offended. Obviously, you can have yeah. any uh, opinion. Like it's you definitely want.
1: like a thing where it's like, okay, yeah, this is a bummer. But I. I don't necessarily like fault them for it. I'm I'm just like for me, it's the thing of like oh dang, like I w- I wish that was coming to more platforms. I do think it's a bummer that it is coming to other platforms way late, way late. Right, yeah, like yeah. by the time it comes out, it's not going to really matter to the uh, sure. wide majority of the audience. Um, but yeah, like you know, unfortunately, it is it, it it seems to me like it is the name of the game, right? Like these deals happen. It could be worse. Like it could be like you know like they uh, could have taken all the yeah all of spec right? ops. Yeah. Yeah um but at least like for it to just be this horde mode granted horde mode in games is usually like really fun and really awesome and so like i i do get that being a bummer oh totally um for the people that are maybe playing on other platforms that would have looked forward to something like this
0: uh you know to bring the question from colton right who is like why is nobody blaming sony they didn't need to take this deal they can still be the best place to play with exclusive maps or guns and, and he continues right like Sure, they could be, and Morgan in kind of com slash you're wrong says, survival mode was introduced in Modern Warfare 3. So okay. what? it is an established thing. You could be expecting it. That gives me more context. Thank mm. you. Uh, why is nobody blaming Sony on this one? Because I think it's or this would have gone to the highest bidder, right? Like, yeah. I'm sure Xbox. Because like,
1: Microsoft would have done the same thing. I don't think know? Phil
0: Spencer, they came to him and offered this deal, and he, no way. That's unfair to gamers. We won't do that, right? Like, mm-hmm. if this is a generation, a console cycle right now, and actually as we get ready to move to a different generation, where what, how you add value to a game on your platform is changing, it feels like, by the minute, right? Mm-hmm. Where it is, like, in the old days it was having a full-blown exclusive, then it was having the maps be exclusive, then it is just having skins be exclusive in some respect. Like, anybody is going to want this game, which is going to be one of the highest-selling games of the year, to be the reason you go get in their system. Yeah. And so for the to have whatever little ding you can get on it, whatever little asterisk you can put on it of why you're better than the other guys, that's why.
1: Yeah. Like I, you don't get you don't really get mad at, at Sony because this is the thing that first parties do, right? Um Activision, you know, if you want to get mad at Activision, I think there is more more of a justification there. Since like this is their game, this is their vision, this is what they decide that they want to do with this product. And so like I think it makes sense that like, yeah, like Activision for them to be the ones who get I imagine final say on on this thing since this is their okay, game,
0: especially the way Taylor's talking about above our pay grade. Yeah, he's talking about. I mean, with I don't even think between the lines, right? That he's talking about the publisher. He's yes. not even talking. He, I don't even think he's saying at IW like, oh, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. up the tree. You know, this is who's talking. Mm-hmm. No, he's, he's saying like, hey, our publisher who signs these agreements is what's happening. Exactly, and so like, it's once again it's a bummer, but you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, and I and I and it's that one. It's it's very much where I'm. Not hesitant to say something. I've already said a bunch of stuff about it, but I I understand that I'm not the audience. It's similar to what I was talking about that season pass argument of people arguing from the outside about games they were never going to play. So what do you care? Like, you know what I mean? If you were going to play Call of Duty, if Modern Warfare is your jam, your shit, and you were super stoked for this, I get being uh, being upset by that.
1: Do you think that there's any correlation between this and Sony not being at this last E3, therefore, like, Call of Duty not being able to show up on the Sony stage? Do you think that, like, that then leads to, like, them being, like, Okay, well, we need something from you, or we need some sort of partnership. We're going to partner in this way by having
0: this. No, exclusive I mean, mode. what it's, I think, and kind of funny, I on go ahead and tell me, but I know how many years has it been now where Call of Duty's had exclusive PlayStation content? That's true. Because yeah. I remember that big switch where that was Xbox's rally cry for so long, mm-hmm. and then eventually it switched back to PlayStation. But
1: isn't it usually like early exclusive? Once again, yeah, it's usually, like, I think the wrong it's usually thing. maps. I yeah. think it's
0: usually something to that effect. and like, yeah, a, a, a mode is an interesting one, especially with a window that long. Yeah. 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 We'll see, though. Um, obviously, you can write in if you uh, have more strong opinions. If you're one of the Call of Duty faithful, let me know. Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, continuing on with what happened at State of Play, then Watam, Watam? Watam, <laughs> Watam. Uh, Watam <laughs> uh, comes out now. It has a, d- a release date December 2019. I played that at GDC at the Annapurna okay. area. Yeah, we were
1: talking about that during the stream yesterday. And to figure more,
0: out. I, I, Noby Noby Boy never worked for me, right? And mm-hmm. so to look at this one, I was like, okay. Yeah okay. I yeah like mm. I playing it. I was like, this is goofy and weird, and you, you're turning it into a toilet to eat D- poops. Does and it then play, that's getting bigger. Does it play how it looks? Because even looking at it, I was like, I don't like guess... weird and clunky. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what those games are all about. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, hundred uh, percent. Arise then got announced. The sim- Arise, a simple story. It's from yes. Techland. Looks like you're like a dead Viking who's on the other side of the afterlife yeah. trying to go through. It looks I think beautiful.
1: we're calling it Santa Claus Simulator <laughs> uh, because the main character you play as looks like Santa Claus uh I, I guess trekking th- through this environment but you know it looks cool it does look cool
0: it looks it had a lot it had like journey vibes there at the end when you look at yes. the giant mountain but in general i'm all for that kind of experience uh then they had uh la noir the vr case file out now if you yeah. want to put on your playstation vr and play in an la noir did that do anything for you no <laughs> do you play vr or PlayStation, oh, VR? I
1: love playstation vr yeah um i i've never played la noir and so that's why like this doesn't oh. necessarily like you know uh vibe with me but like a lot of the, a lot of what they showed, and we'll get to in a second, the VR sizzle reel. Sure, I thought looked pretty interesting.
0: That was the next thing was a VR sizzle reel. Thank goodness. Uh, Gorn is coming winter 2019. Uh, Aspire One, uh, the VR operative, is coming out on September, yeah, September 19th. Uh, Stardust Odyssey is coming this winter. After the Fall is coming in 2020. Space Channel 5 VR kind of funky. Newsflash comes autumn 2019. Uh, I'm going to need you get our lawyers on yeah, that one. I was gonna yeah. say, that sounds like a lossy. I saw that's that. Too close.
1: Um, I didn't get to play it, but I saw somebody playing it at PAX uh, PAX West. And yeah. It was like they're doing like a dance minigame. Or I don't know if that's the whole game, but they're dancing. Yeah. Uh, and I was watching. I was like, oh, okay, look, oh cool. This looks pretty
0: fun. Um, yeah.
1: And I saw the kind of funky thing. I was like, oh, cool. Somebody, <laughs> Somebody's going to sue somebody. <laughs>
0: <Man>. <laughs> Might as well call it the kind of funky r- rounder report. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, and that was it. No Iron Man. Where's that game? 2019. That's, huh? Have, did, huh? They, did they say 2019? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's not yeah, going to sh- happen. <laughs> think, yeah, because
1: <laughs> they no showed way. they showed Medieval. They yeah. showed, and we'll talk about, that. The, the, they also showed um, Death Stranding. And it seemed like they showed, they didn't show Concrete Genie, but we do have a date for that, right? And so it's like, how much more of that do they really need to show? Yeah. Um, but I mean, they they gave a good view of like what this fall is going to look like. So
0: for that not to be here is kind of interesting. The one wrinkle, and I'm double doing a double check as I go, yeah, Marvel Games is doing a panel at New York Comic Con Friday, October 4th, and they are advertising uh, Iron Man VR to be a part of it. Okay. So it's possible there they yeah. put a release date on it. But if you're PlayStation, I think you'd want to own that messaging more than a New York Comic Con panel. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I also thought there'd be a Batman game, so go fuck me, I guess, right? Uh, as you said, yeah, Medieval was there. It's, it has a demo out right now. It's available till October 6th. If you play it, you'll get a free helmet for Daniel, Sir Daniel Fortescue in the game. Uh, then Civ Six is coming to PlayStation. Cool. Uh, it'll come out on PlayStation 4 uh, November 22nd, 2019. Excited about that. Yeah. Way back in the day when we were still in the spare bedroom, I went out there and did a, a, a sponsored hosting gig where I just got to interview the devs about Civ Six, and it's mm. awesome, and it's totally cool, but I'm never going to play it on PC, so. What about on Switch? No. No, no. Just because it I think seems run like it's, as well. Yeah, it's not gonna run. <laughs> I remember what I remember playing uh Civ Revolution Two right on Vita, and I was like, mm. oh man, I remember how much people like the first one jumped in this. And I was like, oh, this barely runs. I'm like, do you uh, do you have confidence that it's gonna run well on PS4? Yeah. Okay. Am I crazy? I don't. I don't play Civ, and so yeah, I think it'll be okay. I'm not. I'm not too worried. Mm-hmm. Now you got me worried. Though. Should <laughs> I be worried? I don't know. Uh, I, and I heard you talking shit about uh city skylines too running uh, for on Switch. On Switch, yeah. yeah. It
2: was terrible.
0: Like even in the trailer, that if game. you watch the trailer, it
1: chugs in the trailer. I'm like, why? Like, it, I, <laughs> why would you I don't know release why, this? Why would they think that? Like, oh yeah, this will work. No. Like it seems cool in theory and it seems good in theory, it's a, it's but in practice, game, it yeah. Just, yeah, it just didn't pan out. So the controls like.
2: were awful. But look, let's
1: move on. Yeah,
0: we're moving on uh playstation 4 pro is getting a death stranding bundle you can get a dope ass controller yeah uh, one of those like see-through goldish yellowish controllers right looks like the baby bottle
1: yeah when they first showed it um in the uh, state of play they had like the animation of the baby in the controller and so at first i was like oh let's go but then like it turns out that the baby's not really going to be in the controller which i'm a little bit sad
0: about but i understand That'd be such a conversation <laughs> piece for it would, us. it would be. Bring a date over your grandmother, and she's like, why is there a baby inside of that thing? She's like, let me tell you about Kojima. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Grandma, how much time you got for me to explain yeah, the played, brilliance of Hideo Kojima? You played MGS4? There's a lot that goes on in that game. You ever heard about a
0: baby? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this BB's Bridge <laughs> baby I got here. Uh, what did you think of that console itself, though? White with the two black handprints on it.
1: I I think Andy put it great where he was like, I can just make this console for you. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Fair. Like, I saw, like, at first when I saw that there was going to be a Death Stranding console, I got super hyped, but then I, like, kind of flashbacked to, like, all the other PlayStation consoles um, that they've released. And I was like, this isn't going to look that amazing, is it? And then they showed it, and I was like, looks fine. Like, I don't think it looks bad by any means. I think it looks fine. Kind of basic. On, I'm getting a phone but, call from Los Angeles. Okay. Hello, this is Greg on Kind of
0: Funny Games Daily. Greg
3: Miller, Sk- your old pal Scott Porter.
0: Hey, Scott Porter. Doing, I'm great. We're talking. Your blessings here. We're doing Games Daily. How are you? You're doing well. How are you? Hi, doing? Scott Porter. I'm doing very well, man. I'm doing very well. Uh, are, are you? Wait, you're busy right now? Well, I mean, we're we're doing the show. We're doing the the Games Daily. It's live every day, 10 a.m.
3: Oh, you're answering you're, you're answering my phone call during the show. Well, it, was lo-
0: it said Los Angeles. I wasn't sure if you were Hideo Kojima or Neil Druckmann or something. Well, I mean, I, I'm almost at those guys' level. It's uh, true. Not quite, but uh, you're but Nightwing in the Lego it's games. Very special. <laughs> what's what's? very special. What's going on? Do you, what do you think of the Death Stranding PlayStation 4 Pro? Um, I mean, it's gorgeous, but uh,
3: I, I I think the Spider-Man. Uh, oh hmm, it yeah! Year.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I like yeah, that one yeah. quite a bit. Uh, so what's up, Why are you calling? <laughs> Is this a private conversation we need to have? <laughs> Yeah, no, I was I was calling in to uh,
3: to chat a little bit about something I've got going on this weekend and something that I think a lot of people that uh, watch and listen to you might be interested in. Um, I was on with you last year around this time, and you so graciously and generously allowed me to talk a little bit about Huntington's disease. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something that my wife and my mother-in-law both have, as well as uh, a, a number of people in, in their family. It's a genetic disease. It's best described as having ALS and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's all rolled into one. Um, you know, it's it's a very difficult thing to deal with. And we found out about five years ago that it was in our family, and we're doing all we can to try and defeat this thing. So this weekend in Hollywood, California, uh, we are holding an event called Freeze HD. It's our, it's our fifth annual uh, big-time gala where we try and raise a ton of money to help find a cure, and also to help support families with Huntington's disease. And as a part of our event, we have this crazy silent auction. And the silent auction isn't only for people in the room. It's actually online, and people anywhere can bid on it. And we have some crazy games-related items.
0: Oh, do you now?
3: So, yeah, we do. We have some, some crazy stuff, like a full Gearbox uh, studio tour hosted by uh, Christy and Randy Pitchford, oh, wow. as well as uh, Dinner and Drinks at Nerdvana, which is their
0: amazing, crazy, like, game nerd bar, yeah, <laughs> culture, yeah, nerd bar, uh, down in Frisco, Texas.
3: Um, and that's open and, and ready for bid right now. We've got uh, the aforementioned PlayStation 4, the Spider-Man, the special edition. Oh, I see what is- you did there. Mm-hmm. All right, you're bringing mm-hmm. it full
0: circle. All right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, uh, I voiced the character in that. I voiced Harry Osborn. And, uh, you know, and uh, Yuri Lowenthal, who voiced Spider-Man, as, uh, as well as Tara Platt, who voiced Yuri Watanabe, and Laura Bailey, who voiced Mary Jane Watson, have all signed this console. Ooh, uh, wow. We signed the uh, special edition Spider-Man statue, uh, the limited edition collector's edition. We signed the art book. We signed uh, the game, both game copies that come with, uh, with those two items, as well as a full suite of PlayStation games along with it. I'm talking you know we got everything from god of war to uh their most recent releases as well and i think there's like 14 games in that playstation bundle nice and as of right now the highest bid is 160 bucks so if you Hmm. want a deal go to our auction website and you can bid on all this stuff and um you know it it keeps on going from there we've got a a gears 5 limited edition console uh, signed by laura bailey and eugene bird and liam mcintyre who are the cast of gears 5 itself Um, We have a Nintendo Switch bundle. Uh, I play Star-Lord in uh, in the latest Marvel Ultimate Alliance game, and I signed that bad boy. So if anybody's interested in any of this stuff, we just got in this morning. We just, Todd Howard from Bethesda sent us something from his office. It's an entire suite of Bethesda games as well as a a huge uh, map and poster uh, form of uh, the Fallout 76 land that's signed by Todd Howard and the entire team behind Fallout 76 uh, he signed these bobbleheads, limited edition E3 bobbleheads that you can't get anywhere else that go for ridiculous money on eBay. Uh, that package just came in and that's up on the site too. So I just wanted to reach out and let everybody know that these items are out there and they can be had for pretty pretty
0: good. Prices. I was gonna say we're looking at it right. We're looking at it right now on the browser if you're a video viewer and you have one of those uh, games cases that I love so much. And right now it's at a hundred dollars. That's a steal. And
3: not only does that. Yeah, that's a that's a games uh, suitcase. That is the uh, the Sentinel edition. It's a slicker version. It's got a it's got a 14 inch high definition screen, and you get an Xbox One uh, you get a Xbox One included with that. You get an actual console hmm. with that Sentinel. Um, oh my to, God! To take out of the venue, or if you uh, win online, you you know, it will just mail it to you, and it, it comes equipped with a console in it, so you don't have to even worry about. Oh, what am I going to do, though? Am I going to take my console from the house everywhere with me? No, you just have this one that specifically sits in the Sentinel, and you can take your Xbox anywhere you want to. Uh, but you can hook any high-def uh, gaming console up to that games rig, uh, the Sentinel. It's the brand-new one, too. They, they graciously hooked us up. so
0: That's awesome, Scott. Usually I'd give you crap for calling in and advertising in the middle of a show like Xavier Woods, the Crooked Commission. <laughs> but I appreciate you doing this. I'm glad we can help you out. Well, you know what, man? It's like last
3: year the event made almost $200,000. Um, you guys really helped us out. We had a team for uh, a walk for hope last year. We did a 5K walk, and, man, the Kind of Funny Games uh, family just stepped up in a big way. We saw so many donations come through from the Kind of Funny Games family, and, um, you know, it was just a really fun day up there with you last year. And, you know, I, when I reached out to you on uh, on social to see if you would uh, so graciously allow me to come back on. You were such a sport for it, man. And, uh, you know, I just I just appreciate you guys so much and, uh, you know, just allowing me the time to come on and, and share something so personal. You know, this, this year we're going to – we had a goal set of $250,000 to raise. We are already smashing that. We want to break through that wall and just – we want to set the mark so high for single-day fundraising for Huntington's disease uh, research and support. Uh, that everybody else strives to get there. And that's what we're really trying to do with this event. And, you know, it's a testament to the gaming community that all of these auction items came in without anybody even blinking an eye. Sure. I just sent a couple of emails out, and people were like, yes, 100%, we are there for you. We're here to support. And every time you see a cause that catches some wind in the gaming community, man, people get behind it 110%. It's just such an incredible thing to see. And uh, it's such a unified and caring community. And, uh, you know, sometimes you hear negative things about the gaming community, but there's so much positivity and so much care and so much generosity and so much hope, and that's who we really are. And um, that's that's what you foster. Uh, you guys up there at kind of funny games, and I just appreciate that so much. And uh, I think it was really cool of you let me call in.
0: And oh, we love you, there. Scott. You know that anytime. So what's the easiest URL for people to go to to help out?
3: Yeah, that's going to be freeze5.givesmart.com. Perfect. That takes you to the front page of that auction. Um, If you don't see any items that you like, there's a tab right at the beginning uh, that you can click on and you can donate if you do feel so inclined. But there are a ton of really cool items in there. And it's not just games-related I mean, we have set visits. We have signed scripts from a bunch of really cool shows. I
0: saw a dinner with Topher Grace on there, all right? I can go talk to Venom himself. You know I'm all about it.
3: Dinner with Topher Grace, man. And we've we've got a ton of stuff like that. We've got like a private screening for 20 and a meet-and-greet with Rachel McAdams, who is on our host committee, uh, to watch Mean Girls on the Paramount Studios lot, uh, Hmm. where it was shot. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And uh, one item that's not listed yet that's going to be listed soon is uh, we're gonna have a Top Gun Maverick screening at Paramount as well before it opens oh, in the man. states.
0: Oh, we should try to get that for Nick. Uh,
3: yeah, so but you know, keep on, keep on uh, keeping an eye on all these uh, these things. There's a ton of signed stuff. If anybody's a fan of like Friday Night Lights or Heart of Dixie or any of these uh, television shows that I've been a part of, or if anybody's a fan of Speed Racer the movie, we've got an awesome uh, auction item with uh, that, that I signed of a uh, Mondo T's LP, double LP of Michael Gianchino's soundtrack as well as a record player and a wireless speaker that you can take it anywhere you want to so we have so many crazy cool items spread out through this we've got uh guardians of the galaxy chris pratt signed uh poster and uh dvd of guardians of the galaxy 2 plus a full size yondu stand-up cutout uh that's signed by the entire uh ravagers cast uh, which is pretty insane too yeah michael rooker and Chris and, and the whole Chris Sullivan and, and the whole gang, man, they
0: all. All right, well, don't give it all away. We want people to go <laughs> to the site, freeze5.givesmart.com. Yeah. Help out. Stop hunting Huntington's disease. Yeah, man. Thank you, Scott. Thank you so much. Anytime, yeah, man. Brother. We'll see you soon
3: alright Joe. right, y'all. All right, bye. Have a good one.
0: That's awesome. What a nice young man. That's so cool. You know what I mean? If you're, yeah, uh, he did a whole bunch of introduction of himself in there, as he should. Mm. Uh, Scott Porter, of course, we think of him as a voice actor, doing all sorts of stuff like Harry Osborn into Spider-Man PS4. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, uh, obviously, Star of Friday Night Lights and a million other things. Heart mm. of Dixie, yeah. And he's been on our shows before, too. You can go back and listen to his Game Over, Greggy Show. I digress. Let's continue with what's happening at PlayStation in a 30-minute Roper Report after party got a trailer we already knew the release date october mm-hmm. 29th they'll pop up in the xbox one later too so p- keep that there then playstation plus tease what's happening next month uh mlb the show and the last of us remastered are free in yes. october and
1: that's MLB the show 19 not oh not 20. the most recent one Yeah. N- Good well call. when does mlb the show usually come out actually spring right oh never mind okay i don't keep up with it that well for some reason i thought like all sports games came out in the fall for the next year
0: No, no 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 so, baseball comes out timed out with baseball
1: Gotcha. So 19 yeah. comes it out might in 2019. Be 19. I don't know. That one I'm not sure about. It's, smart.
0: it's a smart move. we we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. So M- that might be MLB, a thing. the show. Because it might be the 20. latest one. That, in that case, that's even better I'm pretty than Pretty sure
1: thought. it is. Yeah. That's really cool then.
0: Yeah, I'm right. It's, or, uh, it's the Yeah, one. I'm right. No. It's, <laughs> it's first. <sure>, yeah. It'll <laughs> okay, cool. be the show. 19 is the, the, the most And that's the, the, a really good month. month. Hell yeah. Oh, it's a great month, right? Yeah. And a great way to lead into the finale, of course, which has been The Last of Us Part 2. I assume every human being here has seen the trailer. Yes. Looks stunning. I saw you guys react to it. Amazing. Yeah. What I, I we're gonna spoil the trailer. Obviously, I'm embargoed as to what I played. I can only talk about it tomorrow mm-hmm. on the games cast. You can catch that Patreon.com. dot kind of funny games. Um, but that ending, right? Dude, so, Joel, God, Dude. so good.
1: It, it, that game is going to come out and it's gonna like. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and we all, I think we all expect greatness. Of course. From Naughty Dog. That, and that's where it gets difficult about it. Yeah. Is
0: that I used to say this all the time at PlayStation when we were uh, at PlayStation, at IGN when we'd be talking about PlayStation, Of at some point, Naughty Dog has to miss. Yeah. When will they miss? When will, they, will you have one that we go, I don't know? Yeah.
1: And that's what I was talking about yesterday, right? Where like, you know, the last, like, I've always had like a, a love-hate relationship with uh, Uncharted, and that's going to sound like sacrilege. I I, I really think Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3 are are great in a lot of ways, but I've always had uh, some problems with some of the gameplay there. I think Uncharted 4 comes through and... and, and Uncharted 4 came through and and just nailed it, and nailed what Uncharted needed to be, and Last of Us uh, 1 was awesome, right? Uh, Lost Legacy, I've heard is great. I've only played uh, the first few hours. Um, Really? But, oh yeah, I've I've been meaning to go back and play it, but there's just way too many games. Yeah, that's true. Um, That's what uh, I was
0: thinking too yesterday, where I was like... Man, Last of Us Remastered is dropping. Like, yeah. I should play Last of Us again. I'm like, when the fuck am I going to play Last of Us? That's,
1: that's the same thought I've been having. It's like, I want to go back and replay Last of Us for, I think, a, a third time. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, like, the last miss, well, actually, I was going to say Uncharted 1 is missed, but that, Uncharted 1 wasn't a miss either. Like, Uncharted 1 was just like a. Just like, starting to run. Yeah. You, right? That was the job well, to get to this point. Yeah, let's get our footing. Yeah. You know, let's start this franchise, right? Um, and so, like, you know, I. I don't want to say that there's no way <laughs> an I can like put out a miss because I don't want to jinx it, yeah. but like I have the utmost confidence that this game is gonna come out uh, and be killer. I know there's like some issues that people have as far as like how they're treating uh, some of the characters. It seems like from what we can see in the trailer, um, I'm curious on, on uh, how some of that stuff plays out. But overall, like Last of Us, if you're like not familiar,
0: great. there was a lot of conversation of the way the trailer is set up. Mm-hmm. it appears like they're falling into the trope of basically fridging the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, Where, like, yeah, all right, cool, the motivation is here is that this, you know, this uh, female, this car- this partner uh, is going to be taken, killed immediately, and that'll set us off on a path of revenge. Yeah, yeah.
1: and that's a trope you see in a, in a lot of media, right? Yeah. Where, like, especially in, like, lesbian love stories, right? One of the girlfriends just straight up getting murked, or even both of them, right? And so, yeah. like, you know, it's, and we've seen that with Left Behind, right? And so, like, you know, if that happens again in uh the same
0: like story you know that might be upsetting for a lot of people um it's in my my reaction too because i thought i saw a bunch of people talking about it breaking down and for the record most if not everybody being like listen it's a trailer but let's yeah. talk about what it looks like right like i feel like naughty dog and neil right and that team mm. understand the like when they talk people listen and i don't know if they would fall victim to like this straight yeah. trope like right yeah, yeah. and like not to you know, m- I mean, even though a lot of people were quick to point out like well yeah but the dad trying to avenge his fallen daughter is a pretty uh tropey th- that too, thing right. too right but like yeah i
1: i I think tim was talking about this a little bit too during the stream yesterday is that like you know we've seen them trick us before yeah. apparently like with like with the first few last of Us trailers right we had a certain assumption of what last was two was going to be story-wise right like you know there's a lot of theories about is joel still alive right yeah. is ellie avenging joel right and so to see this that idea kind of flipped in this last trailer tells me that like, you know, this might not be the case. Like, I don't know. There still might be some mystery going on uh, in terms of what the final story might end up being. Sure. You
0: know, and even still, like, yeah, it's. It, do you trust them as storytellers to go in there and do that, right? Yeah. Because I feel like, and I'm now starting to get out on a, on a ledge here that I don't fully understand, right? Mm. Fridging the Girlfriend, right? And then, of course, you, as you bring up, it's off, often used in the gay storylines as yeah, well, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. where it's offensive. It stems from comic books, right, where Fridging the Girlfriend literally was when Kyle Rayner became Green Lantern, Major Force showed up and killed his girlfriend, Alex, and shoved her in the refrigerator. And that was, like, the thing that got us so started on this thing. The problem was that his girlfriend was so not fleshed out that mm-hmm. she was just a prop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Like I feel yeah. like if you're if you're and I again I'm I'm out on a limb here and not maybe understanding fully again mm-hmm. you know straight white male who doesn't have to worry about anything ever right if you're giving me two incredibly fleshed out characters in an incredible relationship and I understand them and like something bad happens to one of them I don't know if it's as tropey as it is the other way. Yeah. And I'm not sure again because I'm not fully versed yeah. on everything. I'm but, with you. Yeah. Yeah. Fine, good. Glad you're with me, jerk. <laughs> uh, release date, February 21st, 2020. Uh, tomorrow, you will not be able to get away from Last of Us news, as everyone will be previewing it. We will be, uh, of course, on the Games Cast as well. But right now, Blackjack writes in to patreon.com slash games and says, hello, Greg, and blessing. What's good? With Sony's third state of play in the books, the general reaction seems to be mixed at best, with, of course, the exception of the Last of Us Part Two. Greg, I want to ask you so many questions, but I'm sure you can't talk about it yet. I, myself, fell victim to the Batman hype and felt a bit let down with State of Play. I should have known better. Does the PlayStation community need to recalibrate their expectations of what a State of Play actually is? Mostly indie titles with the rare showing of a AAA game we already know about? Or should Sony only have a State of Play when they have something substantial to reveal slash discuss in detail? Even if that means only having one every six months or even longer at that. Blessing, it was a joy to see you host yesterday with Xavier for thank the you. first time ever. ABC all blackcast. yeah, you were amazing. Keep killing the game, my brother. thank you so much, Blackjack. Stay to play. what's your uh what's your read on it uh i
1: I think i so I'm in the middle, right? Where I think the idea and the execution so far is getting there, like, you know nintendo directs have come a long way right they oh, yeah. weren't always awesome they weren't always this thing where we were super hyped uh, uh to see right i feel like it it's it's taken the release of the switch for nintendo directs to really become like this like thing we all gather for and that we're all excited excited for right and um nintendo nintendo's been like killing those right they've been like destroying it as far as uh, uh making N- nintendo directs something we care about and something that uh, we're hyped about during with a lot of like out of this world announcements, right? And state of play hasn't become that yet. And a big part of me thinks it is because it's the end of the generation, and yep. so they're holding all their cards to the chest and uh, not necess- like they don't have much to say. Um, uh, I do wonder though, like would it would it would it have been a better idea to have held state of play for maybe maybe the PS5, um, right, or mm, like mm. leading up to the PS5 when they have more things to say? Because right sure. now, it doesn't seem. I think Tim said, like, it seems like commercials, right? It seems like, hey, we have something we're gonna, we have to say about The Last of Us, and so we're just going to put a bunch of commercials behind it because we know you're going to watch for The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, and that's not how it should be, right? I think they should be able to treat State of Play um, – uh, they, should, they should be able to make State of Play something that uh, uh, we're hyped
0: for, the things that we don't, that we don't know yeah. is going to be there, you know? You say, you know, that's not how, what it should be. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, Really? Mm-hmm. Like, that's my thing is, like, you know, I, I Blackjack's saying, like, do we need to recalibrate our expectations? 1,000%. Yeah. Everyone keeps trying to put it into a box of, it's an E3, it's a mini E3, it's a Nintendo Direct, it's a commercial, blah, blah. Like, I think, honestly, PlayStation's doing it right if they are going to continue these through the PlayStation 5 life cycle. Really? Where it was, hey, we're not doing E3. We, But let's get out there and be able to own the conversation for a day or whatever. But more importantly, get out there and do a bunch of, hey, we're setting the expectation for what this is, where you will get an update on one game you really care about, mm-hmm. and then there will be commercials, which sounds shitty to say when most everything we do in video games is a commercial. Mm-hmm. But even like, you know, you're talking about how Nintendo is killing it with the Nintendo Directs now. I would say, and you said because of Switch, mm-hmm. and I would say it's because it's popular. Not even because of Switch, because it's popular. When it was Nintendo, Nintendo Directs for the Wii U... I didn't fucking play my Wii U. I didn't care about any of this. Just tell me about your biggest game. Mm -hmm. Switch, I feel like, when they do a Nintendo Direct, for me personally, it is very exciting to be like, oh man, I can't wait for Animal Crossing and whatever weird announcement they're going to have, whatever weird indie I'm going Mm -hmm. to see that I I wouldn't have given time of day to or heard about or it would have gotten boiled or uh, blended uh, by a million of different things, right? Yeah. In some way, it's... What I, I'd like to think we do with the showcase of elevating smaller games to actually get the attention, but they elevate the smaller game, whether it be Nintendo or whether it be PlayStation State of Play, and let's just take it back to State of Play. Mm-hmm. Elevate a game, uh, you know, like Arise, a simple story, which I'm watching, I'm like, this game looks dope. Like, yeah. I, this totally seems like a Greg Miller joint of a weird indie, even though it's not an indie. Well, technically, it's Techland, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, was every... Uh, like. The day of Noby Noby Boy PS3 is long yeah, gone, right? And, and so, like, to get us to look at humanity, all right. And that's why I'm mixed about what, because,
1: like, I do love the fact that it seems like they're bringing back weird PlayStation with yeah. a lot of what they're showing at State of Play. But at the same time, I do feel like are they bringing back weird PlayStation because they're they're passionate about like lifting up these games, or is it a thing where they're like, okay, we got we got nothing cool. else to we talk got about. You Twenty minutes, and like we got you, like we have your time. Yeah, let's just like you know show you some stuff that uh, that other people are working on that we're working on that we want to get uh, uh, in front of your eyes
0: yeah see I, I hear you and mm. I and I definitely do think that is but like again it, this is what the old Adam boys uh, conversation would be about E3 right Of like, they build these things hoping you'll find two or three things you care yeah. about right for me looking at the bullet points right humanity Whatever I I don't know what that game is. It's weird, yeah, cool. It's weird, but it's not moving the needle for me. Call of Duty, all right, cool. Didn't need it, but I like the story trailer where yeah. it was like, oh man, this game it's is beautiful a cool trailer. and stuff. Uh, like what's out of, I already kind of knew about, but and I'm like, man, I'll try it. Arise, I'm in for. La Noir, no thank you. VR Sizzle Real, I'm excited to see, but none of those were my mm-hmm. kind of games. Medieval, from what I've played already, I like. I will download that demo to get the stupid helmet because I'm one of those guys. Civ Six was out of the blue and interesting, and I want to play that. The cool controller for Death Stranding, all right. After Party, a game I'm already. Lock, stock, and barrel on. Didn't mm-hmm. need a trailer, but again, if it's getting more people to realize this quirky, weird game with Dave Fanoy and Janina Gavankar, and from the night school people is coming. Yeah,
1: out. yeah. And after party was a great addition in that um, in the state of play, even though we've we've seen a lot of up, to, up to now. But like that's, I feel like that's the type of game that I get excited for mm-hmm. being a part, a part of mm-hmm. one of these presentations, where like I watch a I watch a Nindies presentation. Right, they don't really call them directs, but the Nindies presentations that Nintendo does, and a lot of those indie games like really get me excited because. I feel like the the way in which they present them, the way in which they frame them, the way in which they uh, the pace at which they they frame them. I feel like there is a pacing there with with Nintendo's presentations that nails it in a way that um, the uh, arise right. Did that trailer need to be that long? Um, same with uh, what Tom Same with um, Humanity. Like could have could have those been uh, thirty seconds each and bundle them together. Great so point. we can get to the that's next point. That's a great point, right? Like, yeah, I wish yeah. these, I wish the state of plays were kind of framed better, because like when they got to the VR Sizzle reel, that's when I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm getting uh, five games here that all seem cool, and I don't feel like my time is being wasted by just like watching what they they could have done as five individual
0: two minute trailers for fair. each of these games. Yeah, totally. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think they need to find that balance and that cadence because you never make everybody happy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's and so it sounds really shitty to say, but like. If I was PlayStation and this is the vision we have for this thing, I would keep running the ball. Mm-hmm. I would do them every quarter, like we're saying. And like, so people are, because again, it, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the week with Borderlands, right? Where mm-hmm. there's all this controversy and people are stirred up about Borderlands, Borderlands, Borderlands sells fucking through the roof, right? Like, mm-hmm. right now, PlayStation, if we all want a Monday morning quarterback and be like, well, it seems like everybody fucking watched it yesterday. Everybody was tweeting about yeah. it, right? And so, again, it got some of these games on some of like, radar.
1: My thing too is that, like, I feel like you know, afterwards, there was a lot more mixed reception than you would have gotten from the last Nintendo Direct, right? And is that a thing of like, you know, any publicity? Like, any publicity is good publicity, or like, is is it like a structural issue of 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 how you're going to put these things together, like put the state of place together and the games are going to put it put in them? And that's why I'm like, okay, let's see how it is to the lead up to PlayStation Five, because like right now, I think Nintendo has. The benefit of well, one the Nintendo, and so really like like anything can happen as far yeah. as like, oh, here's a new Kirby game, oh here's a Star Fox game, oh here's F Zero or Fox Mario Golf. Where is Mario Golf? <laughs> I'm you. waiting, right? Uh, or like um uh what was the random game that they that there was a lot of random games the last year. You gotta but, narrow um, it down more for Nintendo Direct uh, It was a sequel to like a random like GameCube game that has a cult following. Um, I think it was a horror, like weird, like or thriller kind of <laughs> uh, game. <Pedro laughs> no or maybe i'm getting that mixed up with it there's, there's a certain specific like very specific slash kind of wrong that got a about. that got a sequel announced first uh for a switch at the last nintendo direct but like nintendo was able to, to throw those types of things out there um i guess just because of the platform uh, platform that they've kind of built for themselves right and i'd like to see deadly premonition deadly like? premonition, deadly premonition. Yes. great job thank you um yeah. but they have like those types of games there right jedi <laughs> Outcast too right yeah and of course, like it's the switch, so it gets more hype because we know that these games are going to be portable, which adds a certain element of like, oh snap, Jedi Outcast It's Jedi Outcast too, too, right? That's the name I of the, think so. The, I was <laughs> never familiar with the source material, but like, yeah, like the Star Wars game that I loved from back in the day is now portable. Cool, um, it has that level of uh, intrigue and like excitement about it that PlayStation doesn't necessarily have. But mm-hmm. you know, ha- being able to build um, a good roster of of, of announcements uh i think is kind of important for this kind of presentation and i th- i mean i think it's a, a thing we'll get when playstation has like way more to say yeah
0: and that's that that is the interesting thing of when we get closer not mm-hmm. to mention in, in general yeah 2020 right of like it was the yeah. same thing like i was looking watching it through today for the notes and the first one was uh, as we you guys said on your uh, watch along that playstation 4 beep at the center made me think my playstation turned on yeah <laughs> and then the second one was still no ghost of tsushima news you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the thing is like they still have so many bullets in the chamber that they're ready to fire. They but do. Yeah. They're just letting it build. I mean, of course, the silver bullet, Pat upon two. But I digress. <laughs> Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, number two on the Roper Report, uh, inside Xbox happened yesterday and it had a bunch of news as well. First off, Project X Cloud beta signups are up. You can get your go and register right now. Today, we're inviting the community to take the next step with us and join the Project X Cloud preview coming this October to the United States, United Kingdom, and Korea. Public Preview is a critical phase in our multi-year ambition to deliver game streaming globally at the scale and quality of experience that the gaming community deserves and expects. It's time to put Project xCloud to the test in a broader capacity with a range of gamers, devices, networks, environments, and real-world use case scenarios, and this is where you come in. At Xbox, we've made it a priority to engage with all of you to help in the creation process. We now want you to play with us and share your feedback on Project xCloud. You can go to a bunch of different sites. You can go to xbox.com. That's where I went to register until I learned it was only Android devices and I couldn't even say I have an iOS thing put me on there. Uh, Xbox launched with Halo and so will Project xCloud public preview. It will begin with Halo 5 Guardians, the all new Gears 5, a fantastic fast Twitch Fighter Killer Instinct, and the online adventure Sea of Thieves. This is just the beginning of our content library and how it will grow as the preview progress progresses. Those games of course all free it said in the FAQ. So oh, really? if you get in, you just have them. You don't have to buy these games. They're That's there, pretty cool. They're for you to try out. Uh, there are a few requirements to participate in the Project X Cloud preview. You need a phone or tablet running Android 6.0 or higher with Blue Point, Bluetooth 4.0, a Microsoft account, a Bluetooth-enabled Xbox One wireless controller, and while not required, we recommend a phone mount for your controller. Project X Cloud runs on Wi-Fi and mobile networks in your area. You'll be able to access the content through our all new Microsoft game streaming app available in the coming weeks for Android devices. It'll be available for all to download, but you'll only be able to sign in once you receive the official invite to preview. I am so incredibly bummed it's an it's only on Android. Yeah. And I knew it would be, and I don't think it'll be that long. I had a conversation at E3 at the the, the death one, or the death, the desk yes. when I was getting my um preview for it. Mm-hmm. Where I was talking to them and I'm like, cool. I know it's not going to be iOS to begin with, but how long? And like, what do you mean? I'm like, is it going to be a year? And they were like, Oh no, it'll be quicker than that. Like okay. that was one of the big things with the, but my, that was me talking about it. And I don't know if I was being specific about the beta. So uh, the beta might only be Android devices. I don't know. I would hope not. I would think as you continue, you, you get this. I'm enjoying Apple arcade. So you can shut it. <laughs> Nobody's even using your Google play thing with your old games on. And you guys are all confused about it yesterday. Um, I imagine they'll do this for a while. Once they feel like they've got that short short up, then yeah, go that iPhone and go everything platform else. by platform. But fuck, do I want Slowly that future blessing? I want it so bad. I just want to try it at this point. I do want to try it, and this would be a great place because I still haven't started Gears Five. And I don't I know everything.
1: how. I don't. I still don't know how I feel about the end game of the streaming. I mean, I think the streaming future is coming, right? Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know if it's imminent, imminent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am curious to see like once it gets into more people's hands, like how that actually plays out.
0: Our next story is going to be very talking about the imminent future of games and how you'll yeah. get them, but. Before we get there, there's still more from this. Uh, they also talked about Xbox Game Pass, an update for PC. It's going to get Dirt Rally 2.0, uh, Bad North, City Skylines, and Saints Row 4 re-elected. Yeah. And then they had information on Daisy. They introduced Livonia. Uh, in today's Inside Xbox episode, we also unveiled a trailer for the all-new DLC content for Daisy. Uh, this terrain is set in summer with lots of forecast location, forest locations. My apologies, as well as additional content that will be con- that will come to the main game. Like one of the core new items uh, will be a bear who will be who we are using as Livonia's mascot. So there you go. Awesome, nice. Uh, however, and there was other stuff there, but it, this those were more game updates, right? Of mm-hmm. course, there was much different stuff after party there as well. Oh yeah, fucking get it, night school. <laughs> I see <laughs> of thieves. Huh? A lot of Sea of Thieves. Yeah, there. a lot of Sea of Thieves. Yeah. They're still trying to make that a thing. They yeah.
1: are. Did you ever play? Uh, I played for like a day and yeah. I was like, this seems interesting. Definitely not for me. Yeah. Um, I love Rare as a developer. They're like one of my favorite developers. Um, but yeah, Sea of Thieves just was, wasn't vibing with me. Okay. But I know I have friends. Like, shout out to Nato. Um, my friend Nato from Australia, who I think poured beer on Tim one time, actually. Nice. Um, he loves Sea of Thieves. Um, I know, like, there's a, there's a pretty hardcore um,
0: audience for that game number three on the report is one that i i think is so fascinating and could be so huge let's talk about it uh playstation is going to start selling straight to you uh hi playstation fans today we're launching our own online store to offer ps4 consoles accessories games and more directly for from playstation for fans and gift givers in the u.s who can visit a single destination integrated with the playstation.com website you can now easily navigate from hardware and game product information pages directly to purchasing these playstation products from our store ranging from ps4 ps4 pro and psvr systems and bundles as well as headsets dualshock 4 wireless controllers psvr accessories a selection of physical games and voucher codes for ps plus subscriptions we plan to expand down the line but the initial selection of physical discs include Astrobot, Blood and Truth, Bloodborne, Days Gone, God of War Three Remastered, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, Marvel, Spider Man's Game of the Year Edition, MLB The Show nineteen, Quantic Dream Collection, Ratchet and Clank, The Last of Us Remastered, and Uncharted Four, A Thief's End. The new online store is now open exclusively in the United States with a limited time launch promotion ending October 31st, 2019 for two bundles, including PlayStation 4 plus a 12-month subscription of PlayStation Plus for $339.99. That's a $20 savings. Or a PlayStation 4 Pro and a 12-month subscription of PlayStation Plus for 29 dollars 99 Again, uh, $30. That's why I guess not again. $30 that one is the difference there. Mm -hmm. Uh Here's where it gets interesting. PlayStation Plus members who are signed in are also eligible for free one-day express shipping. Visit direct.playstation.com to check it out today, and be sure to come back often as we continue to expand new products and promotions down the line. Man, it's like every force that is is trying to get GameStop out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I can't understate this enough, and I know like it... It's one of those that I think it totally could back not backfire but go nowhere. Mm-hmm. It could totally fizzle out. It's like when yeah. if you remember in E3 7 years ago or whatever I don't even remember, they came out and talked about how they were doing PlayStation mobile games and mm-hmm. talked about PlayStation mobile and I was like that was the most important that it's them future proofing and getting it and like that went nowhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the same thing of. It's what you're saying, right? Blood is in the water. GameStop will not be around forever. Who knows how much longer? And so with them falling, and they—they, they, GameStop has been for console makers, for PlayStation, for Xbox, for everybody, the place to sell your consoles, mm-hmm. right? With them falling away and PlayStation getting aggressive to make this thing, it gets really interesting really quickly because yeah. we've seen it with Nintendo. We've seen it with PlayStation and Amazon mm-hmm. where certain things aren't available on there, right? How far removed are we from PlayStation being like, cool, every PlayStation 4 for Pro from the base model is $50 off. If you're a PlayStation yeah. Plus member, you get 25% off everything. We are no longer putting our uh, consoles on Amazon in GameStops. Like, there's a whole bunch of different shit happening right there. And it's, you know, I, I tweeted about this, and uh, Benji Sales on Twitter was like, yeah. And it's like, keep in mind how we just saw the Borderlands, like 70% uh, digital sales kind of Like, mm-hmm. there's so much shit happening right now that this is not even them getting into the digital market as much as being like, hey, imagine it. PlayStation Five, here it is. Here's the price, and guess what? It's available for pre-order exclusively direct.playstation.com. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that sounds crazy. It does, I don't know. If, it's one of those. Being a student of the game and being in this industry for so long, the way PlayStation and Microsoft have had to play, and Nintendo have had to play ball with the brick and mortars, mm-hmm. because of course we want shelf space. Because if it used to be that if we, you know, when PSP Go came around, and we're like, here we go, it could be all digital. It was this argument of like. Well, sure, the games could be all digital, but how are you going to get that? People walk into these stores to get them off the shelves. If they can message this in a way that's like, we don't need you as much, or you need mm. to play ball with us now, it gets super fascinating.
1: Yeah, because I think the conversation has been there for a long while now of like cutting out the middleman um, or cutting out GameStop would probably allow for games to. Well, I guess games are getting more expensive, so maybe like keep the same price, if not even like get cheaper. Oh, in you're, some cases.
0: That's the thing is like, it's just this numbers game of yeah. I don't think you're going to see... The discounts would be there to run the brick-and-mortars out of business and encourage you to go there. Or, yeah. and I shouldn't even say that, also just to compete with Amazon. so many mm-hmm. It isn't even so much anymore they want you to buy from them rather than Walmart as much as they want you to buy from them rather than any other dot-coms. Yeah. Because, again, yeah, you're cutting out that third party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it is just the money you're giving to PlayStation is going straight to PlayStation 100%, that's what they want for their business. That's what they want for their bottom line. I think the
1: PS Plus thing is the most inter- interesting part of this because like, if you're able to build PS Plus to be even like more of a thing that everybody yep. is all about by granting them like you know free one day shipping or like you know exclusive discounts on physical games right uh through the PlayStation store right i think that's gonna be pretty awesome if they can like even make that like an Amazon um, uh, Prime sort of sort of thing. I mean, uh, sort think of thing. about it too of
0: like you know uh, yeah all right cool the PlayStation Five is coming out on this date. You can pre-order starting on Thursday, but PlayStation Plus members on direct.playstation.com can start yeah. doing it this evening at midnight. Like that's the kind of shit they. How aggressive do they want to be? Is this just a parachute they're building so that Mm -hmm. when one day GameStop when the news on Games Daily is (laughs) GameStop's done? They they are closing everything and liquidating. Like, is that just their built in? Or is this that they want to get fucking fired up and crazy about it? Especially when they talk about the PlayStation 5 being this boutique item to start with right that mm. it is this uh, thing for the uh, consumer who wants the highest end so you already know it's going to be people like us and the people listening to the show and so they already understand how to use the internet it's not like yep. you're trying to sell it to my mom which is what the blog post hints around at about i cut some paragraphs out obviously of like it's also for gift givers that mm-hmm. if you went there you could get it all in one place kind of thing and it's like sure yeah i also see that it could go a very very, very interesting route that we've never seen before. Yeah. And now, granted, again, as I was, tr- I, I got, d- I digressed as I went. Microsoft does this. You, can, when you're on Xbox.com, you can click and buy through them because they have yeah. Microsoft stores and all that different stuff. It's interesting. PlayStation enter it now. Everything I just said is crazy. Best case scenario for PlayStation. I'm more of the mindset: Can they really deliver in one day? What? It, how? What is their infrastructure? Will it just crash if that many people went there and tried to do it? Are they building it now to figure out these things to get through those pipelines to get to where they need to be? Who knows. Who knows? Who knows? The shadow knows. You checking if Nintendo does the same? Yeah, you can buy uh, accessory. Like I remember when I wanted to buy a new dock from Nintendo, you can buy that from there. I don't know if you I can buy like a straight up brand new Switch from them. I feel like I slash uh, I, I once I was in the market
1: for a Wii U, I, I searched up and it, I could have sworn like seeing listings for a Wii U
0: directly from Nintendo, but I can't remember if it was just like refurbished consoles. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying that this isn't happening elsewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is interesting right now to be happening and be hey the PlayStation plus things integrated. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It's already, like when I went there and clicked on it and logged in it pulled all like you know how PlayStation always asked for your like fucking address. Was like, That's yes. a weird thing to have for I mean granted credit cards but even then I feel like I enter every time mm. this time though it was like oh it pulled my address from my PSN profile and put it all there like again something that they should have done a long time ago they should have had one ecosystem but to move it all in there who knows. The gold moose has breaking news. Because there's an Oculus thing going on today. I thought we'd cover tomorrow. But he says breaking news, or she says breaking news, or they say breaking news. Oculus Link announced, you can now use your Oculus Quest as a Rift with just a USB-C cable plugged into your PC, announced earlier at Oculus Connect 6.
1: That's going to be awesome.
0: We'll cover all the Oculus stuff tomorrow, I say, knowing I won't build it because it's you (laughs) there. Number four, the Switch Lite's real popular. This is analyst Daniel Ahmad, aka at ZHugeEX on Twitter, who reports, Famitsu is reporting that the Nintendo Switch Lite sold 178,000 units in its first three days in Japan. The original Switch sold 62,000 units, which is up week on week. Uh, an impressive number, indeed. Then there was uh, he was going back and forth on his own thread with some different numbers from Media Create. Mm. He clarified this. Okay, it turns out Media Create did initially report one hundred fourteen thousand as the prelim- preliminary sold through numbers for the Nintendo Switch Lite, but later it changed it to one hundred sixty thousand as its final estimate. So Media Create reports one hundred sixty thousand uh, for Switch Lite. Famitsu one seventy eight thousand. Either way, fucking huge. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, man. Every time I pick up Tim's, I'm like, I don't need this. I picked it up too. I don't too.
1: need this. I picked it up and I was like, I, I, I've never really had the uh, um, like the craving for like another, another Switch because like mm-hmm. one Switch is enough, right? I can have it at home. I can take it out. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's <laughs> the whole point of the console. But holding Tim's, I was like, oh, this feels sexy. Yeah, this feels great. Like yeah. the buttons feel great. The way it feels in your hands feel yeah. great.
0: Like, not gonna do it. I will refuse to break. Kevin, I'm not gonna break.
2: Stop. Oh, fight
1: back.
0: Number we'll five. Are we about to get Mafia 4 and Mafia 2 remastered? This is Sequib Mansoor over at segmentnext.com. Take 2 Interactive, the parent company of 2K Games, has been spotted to have registered three trademarks in relation to the Mafia franchise just last month. The filings at the time of writing are being reviewed by an examining attorney, but should be accepted in the coming weeks. Two of the trademarks are for Mafia, and their respective text-based logos only differ in typography. The first one is actually identical to the font used for the first two installments of the franchise. The second one is completely different and without any description. Both are possibly placeholders to lock in stylized marks for when the trademarks are updated down the road, and at least one of them sparks the existence of Mafia 4. The third trademark directly mentions Mafia 2 and features the same silhouette logo from 2010. Take-Two Interactive could just be renewing the trademark, but with the other Mafia-related filings within the same time frame, this one probably has to do with a remastered version or edition. Uh, It's something that has been widely requested in the past and would surely put up a lot of smiles for 2K games. According to LinkedIn LinkedIn profiles of some of the staffers, and this is where they're getting into Hangar 13 and all that just, uh, they are not working on a new IP, but an unannounced triple a game uh one of the people there whose name i would butcher and i won't even try uh who served as a technical artist for mafia three has been quote working on an unannounced triple a game for nearly two years right now right around the time Kotaku reported talk of working on a new ip would you be down for mafia four I would
1: be. I mean, I didn't play Waf- Mafia Three, but I know a lot of people really enjoyed that game. Yeah, and so like if they're able to put out put out Mafia Four and uh, fix the things that a lot of people weren't feeling about Mafia Three, uh, while still like furthering furthering the things that people did like about Mafia Three, yeah. I mean that's going to be a great game for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I remember I liked Mafia too. I remember playing through and enjoying that. So I mm-hmm. mean, I would I probably wouldn't have time for the remaster, but Same. to get it in more people's hands, yeah, go for it. And then, hey, number six, just some information on a game we don't talk about all that often. It turns out Team Fight Tactics for League of Legends is incredibly popular. This is via Riot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Team Fight Tactics has a monthly player base of over 33 million. To date, 1.7 million hours of the mode have been played since Team Fight Tactics came to live servers. Team Fight Tactics increased the peak concurrent players of League of Legends by 30%. And as we announced last week, League of Legends is currently the largest PC game in the world, with over 8 million peak concurrent players every day. We're doubling down on Team Fight Tactics. While we announced in July that Team Fight Tactics is a permanent game mode, we are giving additional support to this mode by announcing our commitment to building a competitive scene for Team Fight Tactics starting in 2020 in support of the growing demand from our community and the wider professional scene. Are you familiar with the whole uh, auto chess trend that's been going on? 100% I am not. Dude... It's like
1: it came. I don't know where it came from because I'm not really ingrained in the League of Legends or Dota community. But like, probably like, I guess earlier this year, kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if it it started even before that. But like, out of nowhere, it seemed like everyone, at least everyone like that's a part of that community, like really got into auto chess. I believe it started off as a fan made thing. Um, but then like, what is it? I don't even know what it is. Is chess playing itself? Uh, I I don't really know. It's just like another version. Uh, I think it's a more strategic. Like maybe turn-based version of? of chess of, no, not chess, but of, of like Dota and because like oh. uh, team fight tactics is essentially I guess LOL uh, League of Legends. Uh, re, I, see, I don't know. I'm getting into territory that, that that I don't know. If I could call up my homie Ian, he'll be able to explain all of it. Why can't you call? But, him? Uh, I guess I could call Ian. Yeah, well, my phone's
0: in the other room. Uh, I, while you, I yeah. can read the ad, while you get your phone. Yeah, I'll do that. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by. Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers a smarter interest rate to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Of course, you've heard me talk about it on the show many a times. It was a joke yesterday, I heard. (laughs) When I moved to San Francisco, I took out a loan. It had a really bad interest rate, and it sucked for many years after. Don't be like me. Use Upstart. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate upstart believes you're more than just your credit score they believe in you and they understand that they make it fast simple and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes the best part once the loan is approved and accepted most people get their funds the very next business day the next day over 300,000 people have used upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to Upstart.com slash KFGames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's Upstart.com slash KFGames. Boy not answering the phone? What a miss. He's a teacher, so I I imagine he's Uh, busy. Scott Porter... Famed actor, alright? He's able mm. to call. He's able to answer, call me even. Look at me, I'm Fair. busy. I get to answer the phone. Fair. Oh, I tell you what. Fair. Hold on, Dan. Let's see if anybody <laughs> wrote him. Look
2: mm-hmm. at me. I'm busy. I can answer the
1: phone. Am I wrong, Kev? <laughs> no, you're right. Thank you.
0: You know what I mean? All I, all I just want to be. You know. clarify that I'm here, that I'm right. Yeah. I know what's happening. But I, I know that auto chess is just like a, a very popular thing going
1: on in that community. I don't know the specifics of it. I know Ben Pack from Giant Bomb loves it.
0: I don't have his phone number. You don't have his phone number? No, I'm no, pretty no, sure you no, can call it no.
1: maybe anybody at Giant Bomb.
0: Maybe not Jeff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Brad, Does Brad play? I don't know. See, you don't know anything. You come in here, you know one thing about Ben, you think you know everything. Ooh, you're so smart. <laughs> I'm so tough. I'm blessing. ma, 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 Hold on. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this.
3: Let's just move on and say we figured it out. You
2: know what I mean?
0: Hold on, Kevin. All right? It's hold stuff. on we got stuff to do all right we do uh blessing yes i'm excited to maybe figure out what auto chess is in this episode <laughs> but that answer's still coming from the internet and it will take so long if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grop shops where would i go the official list of
1: upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday
0: do 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 yeah uh out today Sally's Law on Xbox One, Constructor Plus on Xbox One, Rex Rocket on Xbox One, Home Sweet Home Episode 2 on PC, The Long Drive on PC, Hooklings on PC, Solitaire Game Halloween on PC and Mac, <laughs> Viking Brothers 6 on PC, Tank Nova on PC and Mac, Snow Island on PC, and PUBG Corporation has released its largest update to the PC servers. All right, here we go. We got to an answer, everybody. Hold on. Kevin! Jackie Collins from Riot Games. It's me, Greg Miller. How are you? I am well. How are you? Good. You're live on Kind of Funny Games Daily. It's me and Blessing. Hello, everybody. So here's the question. We were reading. I was reading about your team fight tactics stuff. You sent me this press release. Today. I was like, these numbers are interesting. We need to talk about them. And then okay. Blessing stumped me by asking if we, what 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 what's the auto chess? Auto chess is a big movement, and this team fight tactics is somehow tied into auto oh, chess. Yeah. What? I don't understand. <laughs> so auto chess is. Um,
3: it is a mod that was created by the Dota modding community in January. Um, so, auto chess has kind of been named as the genre that Team Fight Tactics would fall into. Here at Riot, we actually call that genre auto battler because we don't feel right using someone else's game as the name of a genre. That just doesn't feel cool. Fair. Uh, so, since the battling happens automatically, we call it an auto battler here. But that's the genre. And Auto Chess is made by Dota. Um, I think it's currently on the Epic Game Store. And then Valve has their official version that they made, which is Dota... I forget what they call it now. Dota Underlords is the Valve version. Team Fight Tactics is ours, which is the League of Legends, Auto Battler. And there is another one that I am forgetting what it's called. I forgot that one. Okay. So, yes, it's a good... It's a fun genre. So that's what it is. Okay.
0: Auto Battler. (laughs) Got it. Does that explain it for you, Blessing? Yeah, that that explained it a lot. All right, thank you, Jackie. Go back to work. All right. right, bye (laughs) bye. But yeah, basically, I know that a lot of people are into it. (laughs) (laughs) I gave you the stats. You know that many people are. And then, Mario Kart Tour is out on Android and iOS. It will be the one reader mail question, but... I want to get new dates in here. Uh over uh, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? September twenty sixth at nine AM. You're getting in the fall twenty nineteen ID at Xbox Game Pass showcase. Uh, you can turn in that tune in that Thursday, uh, September twenty sixth, nine AM to the Xbox YouTube channel to see some of the great games that are coming to Xbox Game Pass in the coming months from independent developers. Then Stella hits Xbox on October seventeenth. It all uh, Stella hits Xbox October seventeenth and joins Apple Arcade. There you go. So it's good oh, cool. there too. I
1: played that at Pex. It's pretty
0: cool. Is it worth me getting on Apple Arcade? Of course, it is. I already, I already got it. I yeah. already, it's just, it Are you matter. familiar, Are you familiar with what game. it is? I'm not familiar. It's
1: essentially like an inside, like, or like limbo, like game Ooh. platformer, puzzle platformer. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. It's like interesting.
0: That. And then Reventure comes to Switch October 8th. Blessing. Yes. We've inserted reader mails. We've gone on this very, very long show. We've had reader er, reader friend phone calls. Like, it's been yeah. an episode. You know what I mean? You never know what's going to happen here. So I want to give you one question, all right? Yep. Frank Furter. Who wrote in all over the place yesterday on your episode. He did. (laughs) uh, Wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says Nintendo has released their newest mobile feature, Mario Kart Tour. Normally I don't play mobile games, but this one has me interested due to it being one of the most distinguished and beloved kart games out there. However, in my opinion, Nintendo seems to have missed their mark yet again with trying to get all their money's worth by having a monthly subscription that locks part of the game behind a paywall. Five bucks a month for an extra challenge goal, or for extra challenge goals, uh, winning more currency slash XP after races, and unlocking 200 CC mode—that was free in the full console game—seems a bit egregious, and like pay to win. Do you think Nintendo's attempt at microtransactions will work here, or will there be another angry internet mob? For clarity, Nintendo's press release—I'm going to pull from it here and read the synopsis. All right, the free to start Mario Kart Tour game brings the endless fun of. Mario Kart to mobile devices, allowing players to collect a variety of drivers, carts, and gliders from an expanding roster. Players can strive to achieve high scores, unlock additional cups, earn in-game rewards, or compare their online ranking in a weekly ranked cup with players from around the world. Many classic tracks, items, and characters make a return, appearances, yada, 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 yada. Players can choose which drivers, carts, and gliders they use in races across a variety of courses, including fresh takes on this, that, and the other. First course is going to be New York City. It begins today. It's available until October 8th. Uh, during this time, players also have the chance to to obtain the mayor of New Donk City Pauline in the character's first ever appearance in a Mario Kart game, a New York-themed kart, and a New York-themed glider. Uh, New York is just the first of many stops, Tokyo, Paris, etc., and so on. Players can sign up for a free two-week trial subscription to the Mario Kart Tour Gold Pass by tapping the Gold Pass purchase button in-game. With the Mario Kart Tour Gold Pass subscription, players can unlock the extra fast 200 CC mode, obtain additional in-game rewards from racing, and gain access to bonus goals exclusive to Gold Pass holders. Once the two-week trial period ends, it will convert to a monthly subscription of 4.99. Yeah, it
1: doesn't seem like the best. Um, uh implementation of microtransactions but i feel like Nite- i feel like nintendo's not had the best run as far as like I mean, that's what frankfurter pursuits. says
0: right is that they're still stepping out and like you know the question will I work here or be another angry internet mob that to me here's the thing mm-hmm. i love mario kart mario kart is like my with mario golf like my nintendo franchises right like, yeah the shit that i go nuts for I saw this, I downloaded it last night. It went live at midnight, so I was already asleep because I was very tired. Mm-hmm. But this morning like I looked at screenshots and stuff and I'm like, I don't even want to play this. This doesn't look like the Mario Kart I love or want that's to play. That's and that's the thing,
1: right? It's it, and I I don't want to just like rain down hate on the Nintendo mobile games because I there people like the Fire Emblem game, right? Like I think there's yeah. there's some love for some of what they're doing, but it seems like for a large part of it it almost feels like a bastardization of like franchises that have been great on their consoles of like now trying to translate these things to mobile has just not worked either because they don't understand how to adequately monetize um because they are like nintendo treats their games as premium products you can tell because their pricing never goes down yeah. even after a year of them being out on totally Switch. um right and so like you'd imagine that if they could they would just release these games for like a premium price and just be done with it but um, and I think they might have like tried to test the waters with that with Mario Run maybe
0: because you could buy Super that game. Super Mario Run was the same way where in, in the, I, I, the free get, to start free to start where you got the f- f- whole first world for free right yeah. and then you had to pay to get the rest of it to unlock but it was a one time purchase not a monthly yeah, subscription. exactly. Nintendo's talked uh, on this, sh- we've talked and read stuff from the uh, comments about the, on this show that It hasn't worked yet, and we're going to keep trying different Mm -hmm. ways. We're going to try to make it work. This, as a Mario Kart fan, doesn't sound interesting to me at all. I need to play the game still. I just tried, but I have to link my Nintendo account. What the fuck's my Nintendo ID? I don't remember. But I don't care about 200cc. I don't even fucking play on the Switch to begin Mm -hmm. with. I don't like. I think it's too crazy and stuff. It's not what I want to play. The controls on a phone doesn't seem like something I want to do. More challenges. Mm. I don't. I mean, it just doesn't entice me at all. That's not a game I want there. I thought you know Animal Crossing for as long as I played it, I thought was. Fine, doing Mm. what you know that I want a real Animal Crossing, but But like they've not really had like
1: a hit hit on mobile, yeah, unless you count like Pokemon Go, but that's not no, you don't
0: count that. But Fire Emblem did do World Run, I thought, I thought it, I mean, people liked it. Tim would tell us,
1: yeah, I mean, from what I've heard from people that have played it, is they seem to enjoy it, Mm -hmm. yeah, but I don't know if that also was like a game that's like. S- selling Nintendo like what Nintendo maybe would have wanted for, uh, yeah. for it
0: for Frankfurt's question I think honestly it's just too soon to tell I think obviously I, I will play it I do want to jump in and see what it's all about uh, it's not like the top of my list right now mm-hmm. and I think that's where it'll be with everybody else but I think in, in terms of an angry internet mob I don't think it's going to get more angry than probably what it was for Super Mario Run of, like yeah. most people are like oh this isn't really the Mario game I want in the same way I don't know if this is the Mario Kart game I want at which point I'm not angry and railing on in the internet about it i'm just like not paying attention just going
1: yeah and i've also feel like a lot of people have already written it off totally um and so like for them to uh implement this it doesn't seem like a thing where i mean maybe people that that did like find themselves into it maybe they won't be happy about it but yeah. i feel like for the most part like yeah it won't be the angry mob situation because most people are probably like yeah it wasn't what i really wanted in the yeah first to begin place. with right yeah yeah
0: it's time to squad up, and this is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash Games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody has fun together. Today, Parker needs help on PlayStation 4. His PSN is M A 99 all one word. I'm getting close to the Platinum Rayman legends and need help with the two multiplayer trophies. They're tied to the daily and weekly challenges, so hit me up if you like the game or don't have these trophies. The game was on PlayStation Plus a few months back, so... Many of you might have it in your library. If you want to help out Parker and Rayman Legends, hit him up on PlayStation 4 at jmak 99 9 jmak 99 Uh, We ask people watching live on Twitch.tv slash Games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screwed up to set the record straight. Uh, Jay wrote in said, to Greg's comments about Xbox bidding on the Call of Duty DLC, Phil Spencer has stated multiple times that they do not want third-party exclusives and exclusive DLC because it's anti-consumer. Any links to a GameSpot article? Interesting. It's that. It's. <laughs> I'd want to know why they, they feel like. that. Well, you can read that GameSpot article right there. That's true. That's, right? that's, that's a good point.
2: Really that's an easy thing to
0: say. Because getting... like they got that- I, that's and, and that's the hardest thing to do on that one is that I love what Phil's doing with Xbox. I believe. Yeah, he's Phil awesome. Spencer. I like their whole team. My knee jerk reaction is like. Well yeah, that's what you say when you're not getting the exclusive content. Like yeah, you know, but, and, uh, like the the big runaway success it, thing is. But then again, like that totally flies in the face of what I just said about Phil Spencer, so I don't know. Yeah. And I immediately
1: think of like Rise Rise of the Tomb Raider. Was that Rise. the one that was yeah. Xbox exclusive for like a year? Yeah. Um and that's and that was deals. under Phil
0: Spencer's regime, right or no? I believe
1: so. Probably not wrong, but hurry. 15. And so okay. was he like
0: was was, was that him? Wow, I'm trying to remember when Don Matrick left. When did Phil Spencer take over? Kindoffunny.com <laughs> I'm putting it to you right now. Twitch people on the And I know that's like different from exclusive content but I feel like it's almost in the same spirit. It's the same thing as it has evolved and again, guess what? everybody's allowed to change and have their opinions change so yes. even if it was 2019 different yeah, 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 story yeah. in terms of where we're yeah. at with gaming and that's and not like me that. like
1: you know throwing shade at Phil Spencer oh, that's God, me no. like oh, legitimately I think yeah. Phil
0: Spencer and Xbox are doing amazing no, I, I think he's stuff. awesome. Yeah,
1: but that's me just critiquing like the whole like, Xbox's kind of strategy as far as like what the, the context of that quote and the context of like what did they have done uh
0: uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Uh, Steve says there was an update to the Fallout 76 helmet nonsense from (laughs) from yesterday. This is IGN. A previous version of this story said the collectible helmet was from the $200 Power Armor Collector's Edition. It is instead from a different line of collectibles sold through GameStop. Here's Bethesda's statement on the matter. The helmets that are being recalled are not from our Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition, but are instead from a different line of helmets sold exclusively by GameStop. The Fallout 76 Mm -hmm. Power Armor Edition helmets are unaffected. Consumers should visit the product page for more of the blah, blah, blah. So there you go. If you, if you like me, still have the power armor thing, there it is. It's funny because I was going to bring, I meant to bring it out today, but I got sidetracked. But I was going to mm. put it out and be like, how much do you want to work here one day? Put it out. <laughs> Show me. Staff Trapper, what's up with that? Yeah, there's yeah. mold in some of them. You didn't poisonous. Look, oh, you yeah. Was Barrett running the board yesterday? It was Barrett. Yeah. There's a great episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily about it yesterday. Uh, it's Van Aiken writes in and says, Jedi Outcast 2's full title was Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. Yeah. It should be cherished by all of us. I'm not going to remember that title <laughs> Oh, here we go. Oh, what's Barrett running to say? I'm guessing we're in. You're wrong yeah. at this yes. point.
1: Uh, just announced Vader Immortal episode two coming to Oculus Quest today. Whoa! Yeah, and then the um, uh, Beat Saber yeah. like 360 mode yeah. is also coming to Oculus oh uh, Quest and Rift uh, in December, I nice. believe.
0: Well, we're going to talk about all this tomorrow. I'm giving you a pair of something. But no, I, don't just want, I just
1: wanted to be hype about Vader episode, episode two because episode, episode one is really cool.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, here we go. Brian says, "I played Mario Kart on the phone on the way to work today. Spent zero monies and had a pretty good time. Just cart on the phone. Nice. Simple online racer. Never asked me to spend any money. Good in small doses. All right. Uh, and then here we go too. Ignacio Rojas is someone who tried out Mario Kart Two. Or this is the best implementation I've seen of a free to play game. The pass is only needed if you want 200 CC. They don't even limit the amount of times you can play. Good. Okay. Uh, Kale says in September 2017." Spencer was promoted to the senior leadership team gaining the title of executive vice president of gaming within the company. That's different though. Cam says Phil Spencer took over March 2014 to Raider came out in 2015. Parker Petroff says Phil Spencer was prom- promoted to report directly to CEO uh, in September 2017. Uh, <laughs> Mixed for Chandra, Phil Spencer was promoted to head of Xbox in March 2014 and then again. Kale says Xbox in general was March 2014. So don't get okay. in here with the 2017 bullshit, guys. We knew we were going to catch you on that one. Yeah. You cowards. This has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week down a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You, of course, can then go to twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch us record it live. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch us record it later, I guess. Uh, roosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. Uh, I'm off. No more kind of funny games daily for me the rest of the week. Instead, Blessing Takes the Reins tomorrow with IGN co-founder Perry Schneider. Uh, Friday with uh, some bum, Alex Van Aken. Never heard of him. Yeah. Nice. You you're, giving, you're you got the up and comer opportunity now. You're you up and coming yeah. with somebody else. You're yeah, somebody yeah
1: else I want to bring the home because Alex Van Aken, if you don't know, is a really really talented host, uh, really really talented content creator. Uh, can edit videos out of this world and can na- navigate After Effects out of this world. Uh, and I feel like that dude definitely deserves uh, shine some on love. yeah some love. Uh, on the show and so thank you so much for allowing me to uh, bring him and hey, me to do that
0: thank you for coming up this week doing all this stuff of course. With us. of course you're doing we have cool friends with me this afternoon yes not recording it live but you still have time to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny get your questions in for blessing uh of course tomorrow Gamescast, 2 p.m it's going to be me blessing Fran and Tim I will be talking about my two hours with the last of us part two Whew, what a show right, yeah, right? <laughs> that's a big one yesterday yeah. no news today way too much of it uh ladies and gentlemen until next time no it's been our pleasure to serve you